Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host, Marge, and I'm really thankful you're here. We're going to get right into it today. I have a guest on today's episode, and I'm pretty excited about it. We're going to meet someone whose perspective has shifted quite a bit over the last few decades of his life. We're talking today to my father, Laverne Thomas, and he is 88 years old. So he has had some time to have his perspective change over the years. I thought it'd be really interesting to get him on here just because he is somebody of a different generation. Fairly certain that most of the people listening to this podcast right now are not octogenarians. I think that's the right way to say it. And my dad see a lot of change when it comes to cannabis over his lifetime. I thought it'd be kind of neat to talk about that for a few minutes. Of course, when I was a teenager, my parents had a pretty hard line on drug use. But I think that was very typical of the way parenting was done back in, you know, late 80s, early 90s. It was all about the Just Say No to Drugs campaign that was still going on. And they just took a really hard line on it in large part because I don't think they really understood it. And of course, my advocacy for cannabis at the time fell on deaf ears, probably in large part because I was a little shit who gave my parents all kinds of grief as well. So of course they weren't going to listen to me. That kind of ruined my own arguments through my my behavior. In any case, I'm really excited for here for you guys to hear this. I hope you enjoy it. If you have any questions or comments or feedback about it, or if this is uh, something you like to see or hear, I guess, if this is something you'd like to hear more of in the future, you can let me know that too. You can always hit me up at bitemepodcast at fastmail.com. And I hope you enjoy this one. Anyway, so I really appreciate you sitting down with me. Good. Maybe do you want to just state your name? <laughs> well, I'm uh, Laverne Thomas, and I'm being interviewed by Margaret. Today, I just wanted to have like a conversation about cannabis because, well, we obviously come from different generations. You grew up in a time where cannabis was prohibited. You couldn't True. sell it. You couldn't grow it. You couldn't smoke it or do whatever you wanted with it. And now things have changed. And I know you've seen a ton of change in your life since you were just a young boy. <laughs> now, never mind cannabis, but just in the world technology and science and math and everything. So I just thought it'd be really interesting to get your perspective on some of the recent changes in light of your background. Okay. So as far as, I guess the first question I had was when you think of marijuana or they're trying to change that name now and calling it cannabis, because marijuana is kind of like a derogatory term. So, cannabis is the Latin name. Yeah. Okay. So we're trying to move more towards that nomenclature, I guess. But when you think of it, what, what comes to mind? Well, I think one of the first things that impressed me about uh, marijuana when I first when it first became being broadcast to people on TV, I would see these people exchanging these terrible looking <laughs> mucky cigarettes with each other. Yeah. And they're normally very young, I would say prom promiscuous types of people, and uh, they were really being rebellious in doing so. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think their sole purpose at that time was just to have a good time. And mm -hmm. they're concerned solely with themselves, right? I, I think, mm -hmm. and that was kind of how I viewed it at the beginning, anyhow. Mm -hmm. So basically, you associated cannabis use with you use with 
young rebellious kids who are trying to shake things up a little bit. And maybe. Untidy habits. Right. And terrible cigarettes. Because I don't know why to this day that some enterprise hasn't come along and start rolling marijuana cigarettes like a tailor-made. Well, it's funny you say that, but you can buy pre-rolled joints now. Well, it makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but and I think some people, depending on their skill level, are better at rolling joints than others. But I do know, I'm familiar with the, the look of those sort of damp, poorly rolled joints <laughs> that probably aren't that fun to smoke. Cannabis was made illegal in 1923. In Canada, I'm not sure where it was made illegal in other parts of the world. That was only about less than 10 years before you were born. Now we're in 2020. It's been legal for about a year and a half, give or take. I think I kind of already know how you might approach this, but how do you feel about this change? I mean, it's been so kind of kind of slowly, maybe with some of those rebellious kids and their and their poorly rolled joints. But well, any. Um... Any big change in society, and this is in society generally, can't really happen overnight as a rule. And this is one good example where it's just over a period of time because of the thinking of ordinary people, medical people, and everybody else. Mm -hmm. It's become less of a, a problem for people who, who smoke it. And therefore, I can understand how it's become legal at this point mm -hmm. just because of familiarity with the topic mm -hmm. with the there's a, an expression i can't think of it but uh, if it becomes familiar it becomes more acceptable kind right of thing. Yeah. yeah which is true i mean yeah. the use of cannabis has changed a lot over the years do you still see people who use cannabis at, like do you still associate them with the kids you know Dirty kids smoking joints. No, I or... agree. I know now that <laughs> there's a lot, a lot more than kids smoking marijuana. Mm -hmm. A lot more, mm -hmm. and uh, now there's medical use and so on. So I have changed my opinion on that. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> so I guess that brings me to the question: Have you ever tried it? No. And is there any reason why you haven't? I mean, obviously your perspective changed on the types of people who used it from you know, a while ago to now. Yeah. Well, I, I just wasn't with that crowd. Uh, I smoked cigarettes, but uh, I never really had the desire to uh, to smoke marijuana and uh, not associating, associating with people that did. Mm -hmm. Maybe didn't have the opportunity, whether or not I would have accepted it. I don't think I would, mm -hmm. but um, just didn't have a chance. So you just weren't really hanging out with no, people? Yeah. No. And yeah. I didn't really have any desire to do it. Yeah. And I guess what it was really becoming mainstream, like in the '60s and '70s, like you said, it was you weren't necessarily in that in those social circles. I That's guess. That's right. Yeah. 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 Which makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's time and place for a lot of these things. Now that it's legal and more and more people are interested in trying it, there's a lot of different products out there now. So there's tinctures and topicals, which is like ointments and salves you can use. There's mm -hmm bath and beauty products made with it there's vape pens so people don't have to roll joints anymore there so which is kind of like electronic cigarettes yeah. um there's edibles as well so there's a whole bunch of different new products out on the market now that it's legal and becoming a little more mainstream are you familiar with any of these Just types of from what i've heard 
mm-hmm. uh, from reading about them or hearing about them on TV, but not through uh, knowing people that are using them particularly, mm-hmm. or apart from just hearing about it, don't, right. don't really know much about them. So just on the news and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My only thought is that uh, I spent about um, 20 years smoking cigarettes, mm-hmm. had a hard time stopping, and I did stop finally. Uh, now with the legalization of marijuana, people can start smoking marijuana, but I'm looking down the road a little bit on health benefits or mm-hmm. de- the detraction of health, because it's a habit that if it's like ordinary cigarettes, it's hard to stop, mm-hmm. and it could have long-term health problems. So mm-hmm. We don't really know for sure down the road if it's going to cause the same problems that ordinary cigarettes do, do we? Well, I think... If you look at some of the science, there's probably some concerns with smoking marijuana for sure, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of, maybe a lot of tar. Some people do roll joint and mix tobacco with it, so it burns a little better. Yeah. So there's that aspect as well. <clears throat> I think a lot of it also depends on how much you're using it, because there's obviously scales. Moderate use is probably going to present less problems than than someone who's smoking up all day every day Mm -hmm. but that is also one of the reasons why i think in the marketplace you're finding a lot of these other products like vape pens for instance will remove a lot of some of the tars and stuff like that out of the smoke yeah but that's also why there's people who like things like edibles which is where you eat the cannabis essentially you make it into an infusion and then you bake it into a cookie or Mm -hmm. something that's rather tasty (laughs) and then you eat it that way and then you don't have those health concerns with smoking it. So that's something that I actually enjoy doing. I used to, as you know, I used to smoke marijuana back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I have, over the years, may still indulge every so often in smoking it. But I find that I don't really like the effects on me because my tolerance level is really low. Mm-hmm. And it can make me paranoid and uncomfortable and I just don't want to be around people, (laughs) which doesn't sound like much fun. Edibles is something, it's a completely different way that it affects the body, so it's quite different, Mm -hmm. and it's very relaxing. If you get the dosing right, I find I don't get the paranoia. I can still carry on a conversation. I'm probably at the lower end of the dose, but would that be something that you'd ever be interested in trying? Mm, I don't really think so. Mm -hmm. Uh, just be a change in my in my ideology, I guess you'd say. <laughs> I just don't think I could handle that. Oh. Well, that's fair. I mean, it's not for everybody, for sure. And whatever you've been doing has been working for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're here having this conversation right now. So, yeah, that's totally understandable. But it is quite different. Like, um, eating cannabis is quite a bit different. Mm-hmm. The high usually lasts a little longer. Again, if you get the dosing right, it's sort of like having a warm bath. It's very relaxing. Um, Something I would do in the evenings Mm -hmm. to just relax, not during the day if I want to be productive myself. But of course, like anything, it affects everybody differently. So I guess one of the final questions I have, it has been stigmatized for a long time. The government used to say it was terrible. I actually have a a couple of old tin signs that Chris picked up at an auction And they're like reefer madness signs. Oh, yeah. When back when, you know, people thought that if you smoked a joint, you'd go out and kill your neighbor and sleep with his, sleep with his wife and mm. do all this terrible stuff. And of course, we know now that that's 
no, not no. the case. It's more mm-hmm. likely if you're drunk for that to happen than yeah. if you're high. But <laughs> would you ever be interested in growing a plant? Just to see what the fuss is well, about. Well, it just happens that this uh, summer, mm-hmm. I took out all my gardens. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want the chore of taking care of it. <laughs> so, really, no, I don't think No, so. no. Well, I, it is, I mean, it's interesting. People can now grow up to four per household, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Because I find that when people just grow it in their own backyard, it really makes it less of this evil drug that we've been told for so long that mm-hmm. it is and you remember that it's just a plan if you want to grow four up by the barn okay but i'm not going to <laughs> you're not going to so i can go out there if i want to i'm thinking about growing a few in my backyard this year that's kind of why i started composting yeah get that Pick soil nice and rich they say first you never know i guess they may I, not even recognize what i know is. on the one side of us it's a house full of students that go to trent oh, and they'd, I, probably, they'd probably come over and rob you <laughs> <laughs> that crossed my mind i don't know the neighbors behind us hard to say but i mean technically you don't really have to ask anymore no. you're allowed to do it but and it's again it's just a plant but i'm kind of interested in in trying it out just because there's a lot of fuss about growing it and growing the good stuff yeah. and that kind of thing. Remember shortly after we moved in here, uh, they had a, a grow up over there somewhere. Yeah, yeah in the quarry area. Or yeah, they or had something. the helicopters coming in searching it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that seems like a lot of manpower, <laughs> a lot of police manpower Yeah, to, to sniff out all this cannabis that was back there i mean i think the only one of the only concerns of course with some of these big legal grow-ups that used to be around is that people would booby trap them yeah. i don't know if that was, i don't think that was happening out there but no. you did hear about people who would like you know be roaming around with shotguns or they'd have booby traps to prevent people coming and stealing yeah which was obviously a concern and so i think you get into safety concerns with that or when people would you know take over a whole house and destroy the house essentially yeah. Because they're, you know, moisture issues, and like there's all kinds of issues you know, with that. When I think of it, uh, there's a program I watch on TV a bit mm-hmm. about customs. Mm-hmm. I forget what it's called, Border Control or something it's called. Mm-hmm. And marijuana may be legal in Canada, mm-hmm. but it's not in the States. There's many states that's no, not. There's a, there's a lot of states now where it is legal. I'm not sure what the, the numbers are yet. Mm-hmm. And then I keep seeing this stuff where they're trying to expedite the legalization of marijuana at the federal level. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it's just each state has its own thing, yeah. which makes it really confusing. <laughs> it would be like Ontario legalizing it, and yet the federal government didn't see it as legal. So how do you treat someone who gets stopped by the police or like yeah. all these other things? My last question here is about the moderate use of cannabis. Some people see it as pretty similar to using alcohol, and I'm just curious how you feel about that. Kind of like that. Um, over you know the long period, it's just become more acceptable, mm-hmm. and because of all the you know it's had a lot of close scrutiny from medical people and other health people, I guess. Having it being made legal, you have to accept the fact that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Within limits, anyhow. You mm-hmm. know, I'd say it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, again, I mean, it's like anything. You can abuse it. You mm-hmm. can use it too much, and it can interfere with your your life. Yeah. Like, just like if you drink too much, that can certainly interfere with your life. So, yeah. all things in moderation. Old cliches <laughs> holds true with this as well. So, I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to add, or... Not really, I don't think so. No. 
What, what do you do with this now? So I actually have a show on the subject of edibles. Mm-hmm. I record weekly episodes. It's surprising the number of people out there that are interested in making their own. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of listeners from the States, which mm-hmm. is pretty interesting. It's mostly the States and Canada and a few other places. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are interested in making their own, in part because when you make your own, you control the whole process. You know, if you've grown the cannabis, then you know that you didn't use pesticides, for instance. Yeah. Basically, you use almost the waste material from the plant. Like, you don't have to use the buds or anything like that, which is what people normally grow to smoke. That's the, the fluffy stuff on the ends of the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've probably seen pictures of that. So yeah. most people would dry that out and smoke that, but you can use like the other leaves from the plant. So mm-hmm. it's almost like a waste material that people would otherwise just discard. Mm-hmm. So if you're growing your own or you're finding a good source of that, then you know that's safe. And then people just like being able to fool around in the kitchen and experiment. They know exactly what's going into what they're making because yeah. they're controlling the ingredients. They're controlling the dose. When you're buying it on the market, you have to sort of trust where you're getting it from, mm-hmm. even in the legal space. Hmm. It's, uh, yeah, so people really just want to... Has Peterborough got its own place yet? It's getting one very soon, actually. Uh, we're, um, we're at the, out at yeah, Fowler's Corners? It was originally supposed to be out in Fowler's Corners. Yeah. Which isn't a bad location, but it looks like they are now going to have the store on George Street downtown. That's a lot better. I think so, too. I, I think Except if it was... parking, that's all. Well, you do know that old um, rattan store downtown? It was there for, like, decades. Oh, that's past uh, south of... Uh, yeah, 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 south of Charlie's, you want to say. So I think there's a bit of parking there, and they're taking that store. Because that store, I think the owner's retired or something like that, so they're going in there. They're supposed to for people to walk across and no feels that they want to park. Yeah, probably. Because Marina yeah. used to go into the yeah. town shop and park across the road. Yeah, it should be interesting. Because mm-hmm. they did try it a few times before, before legalization. They got shut down pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's just You know, if it's illegal, it's illegal. Mm-hmm. It's legal, okay. Yeah. Way well, you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess a, another thing that popped up I never really thought to ask is, I'm guessing Mom never smoked any. Don't think so. Not that, not that I know of. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know she did a lot of traveling, but uh, she was, uh, about the only time she might have was when she went on her, her um, bicycle trip with oh. eight of the girls. Mm-hmm. That was the only time I think that she would have any occasion to be with the type of person that would want to indulge right. in that. Because yeah. the rest of her travels, she did a lot of it with uh, Mrs. Virgin, mm-hmm. the missionary's wife. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, she probably wasn't smoking much weed. No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I just, I know when I was a teenager, she had a pretty hard line about uh, smoking weed. Yeah. And I know I gave you guys a bit of a handful with regards <laughs> to that. Uh, some of it was probably well-deserved when yeah. I got in trouble. But yeah, she had a pretty hard line back then. But I think it was also that she didn't necessarily really understand it. And there was still a lot of, you know undesirable behaviors mm-hmm. that I was exhibiting along with the pot smoking. So <laughs> that would probably had a lot to do with it yeah. as well. But all right. Well, you know what? I really appreciate this. This will okay. be recorded for posterity. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm sure it will. I'm <laughs> sure it will. So yeah, I really do appreciate it. It's always interesting to get the perspective of somebody of your vintage. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good word. Yeah. <laughs>